Well, good afternoon. You're very welcome to Talk A Good Game. And uh, the mysterious voice this time is Gavin Becton, editor. And uh, I'm with the wonderful Jimmy Gagan um, after a very, very busy weekend of sport. And uh, Jimmy, what were you up to the weekend? Yeah, a lot going on, uh, Gavin, over the weekend. Uh, you know, I think the highlight, I, I would say, was the uh, meet against Kenny Hurland, uh, Camogie match. You, you no doubt heard about it, uh, you know all about it. and uh, Fantastic result. What it was, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, uh, I mean that morning, it was just one of these wonderful occasions in sport because that morning, anything could have happened. Um, me could have ended up in a relegation scrap. It depended on, if they say, if they lost to Kenny and Kildare beat Cork. So, I mean, uh, you know, as it turned out, it was the opposite that happened. Uh, you know, they, they qualified for the All-Ireland quarterfinals. And um, there was no trophy presented in Rathmaline on Saturday, but uh, it, it might as well be because the Mead players were celebrating just like they'd have won the All-Ireland. I could understand that, though. They had to win by six points. To, yeah. To be, but and it, was, also, it was far more comfortable at the end, wasn't it? Oh, yes, it was. Uh, yeah, far more. 3-13 to not 11. Really comfortable uh, f- game. You know, f- second half performance was tremendous, Gavin, to see them play. But you'd have to re- reflect in the context of how it was achieved. Uh, you know, I was talking to the manager afterwards, you now Brendan Ski, and, and Brendan uh, made it openly, you know, that they, he, he didn't feel halfway through the competition that they were going to qualify because they weren't playing very well. Mm. You know, they weren't playing very well at all, and uh, they were losing matches. I was at the game with uh, Wexford up here in Park Talton. And they were, you know, they looked a demoralised bunch that day, to be honest with you. But, uh, but you know, they, they kept at it. They kept at it. They went down to Cork then the following week and put up a, a spirited display, but still lost. Mm-hmm. And it looked like they were going to, you know, as I said, could have ended up in a relegation scrap. But um, with Derry beating Wexford and, and me winning against Kilkenny and uh, Kildare losing to Cork, it meant that instead of relegation, well, hallelujah, they were in the, the quarterfinals, yeah. completely um, overturning their form, you know, completely t- turning things around. So it was just a tremendous, and I have to pay compliments to the pitch, uh, Terry Pearl up there, Ratman Line. The, the effort he turns into that pitch, it's like Wembley. You remember, you remember old Wem- you remember Wembley back in the yeah, 70s? Yeah, yeah. wouldn't remember Gavin Wembley back in the <laughs> 70s and 80s, but... I remember <laughs> FA Cup final day. It used to be a football focus from 12 o'clock in the day. You'd be watching the build-up to the FA Cup final. Well, I think, yeah, it started at 10 that yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, that was the whole day. Uh, that was the only That was the only game of the, of the year. Youngsters don't remember that now, but you, you know, oh, so... Oh, yeah, I remember watching, watching the buses head out in the yeah. hotel, following their progress. Ca- camera going on the bus. Des Lynham. Do, do the honours, yeah, yeah. Listen, I used to love that. It was the highlight of your childhood, actually, in the summer, watching the FA Cup final build-up. But anyway, yeah. we've moved away. Rathmaline, anyway, the place was looking pristine. Well, we went from Rathmaline to Wembley, but with good reason. The pitch yeah. was fantastic. Uh, you know, and um, after, I'm, just, I'm going to come out here and say it now, if they don't win the pitch of the year or the ground of the year, I, I'll be amazed. because do we have such a thing? Well, yeah, that, there is an award from time to time. Oh. But, you know, it seems the county board will present them now, you know, and... Um, so well, yeah, yeah. Well, they're, un- they're unsung heroes. These guys that go out and put pitches together and keep them in top shape, you know, and a busy schedule of games on them as well to keep them in such good nick exactly, throughout yeah. the season. It's a credit to them, a credit to their clubs, credit to their parishes and communities. Like you know, there's there's so many of these people that just go through year after year doing what they do. Don't they don't get the kudos? But uh, anyway, it's good to give them a shout out. Yeah, I wonder as well. Uh, do you know young players? We remember playing in pitches. So I played soccer and so on in Holland and. 
played in pitches that were terrible. Like, you know, you hunt off cows shortly before you played in them. You know, <laughs> that was the case oh, yeah, in the early yeah, days of, yeah, the, yeah. of the Meaden District League. Yeah. And um, no dressing rooms and so on. And now you look around, you see these fantastic uh, pitches, yeah. you know, and dressing rooms. And, you know, some clubs, you know, recently I was talking to a soccer manager and he was talking about how uh, he's, he's struggling to get a, play, get a, enough players out in, on a Sunday morning. You know, so you just wonder sometimes, you know, but... Um, no, I know. I know all about that. I was involved with uh, two, two, two girls' teams at the weekend there in Bohemian and we were playing Toro on Saturday morning and then we played uh, Albion in Derrick Brady Park in Bohemian on Sunday and holiday time is just laid yeah. waste to try and yeah. you know, organise teams, organise people. It really is difficult. Mm. And I have to say, all credit to the NECSL, like their, their, their fixtures, the organisation, they're, they're doing great work. Their, their, their communications uh, with the clubs in terms of, you know, fixture lists and all that sort of stuff is top notch. But I'm just wondering if an extra couple of weeks break wouldn't have gone amiss at this time of year. Just there's so many people away. Obviously people yeah. chomping at the bit to get away from the sure, country. Yeah, after. yeah. Two yeah. years of carnage, you know, yeah. but uh, um, it's 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 difficult trying to field teams. Yeah, that's that is an issue. All right, the, probably summer soccer. Now I thought this, it was uh, to be honest. With you, I thought when when the NEFL changed to summer soccer, it was going to cause a lot more problems. Now I did mention this manager who was struggling to get players out, but other teams, other managers I've spoken to, and they they seem to be happy enough with the with the setup. You know. Mm. Players who are playing soccer are not getting involved in Gaelic, and that's it. And uh, some of them, anyway, you know. But uh, they seem happy enough for that setup. But mm. yeah, you know. But um, yeah, I can understand it. Well, fixture secretaries, though. What a job! Who that's, would do? Who would be a fixture secretary? That's, that's definitely another one for the for the awards that we're going to absolutely. I was only thinking that myself, looking at the GA fixtures. There, uh, they have it done for throughout the season, throughout the summer. And the tremendous, tremendous um, commitment and organisation and the logistics that go into it and so on. And uh, I really have to, you have to pay a compliment to these people because, you, you know, we never, people give out about fixtures and we all give out about fixtures from time to time. But uh, the effort that goes into the range of these things uh, is huge. So, you know, they, they, they deserve, oh, yeah, as you said, an award. <laughs> Uh, and co coming back to coming back the long way around, back around to the uh, our Camogie team. Yeah. Um, where are we at now, Jimmy? We're, we're you know we're heading into a, a quarter final clash. Is it with Kerry? Yes, with Kerry. And I'm wondering. It's been a while since seeing them in action myself. But I mean, I remember going back a couple of years and they were reach, reaching the dizzy heights and and um, and playing a fight. Are we still reliant on? You know, some of our star players, the the Jane Dolans, the the Aoife Minogues, the Christina Troys, are they they're still obviously pulling yeah. up trees for, for, for Mead Camogie. How how are we looking squad wise? Is the strength there? Well, it, it, Christina Troy you know, wasn't playing at the weekend, but uh, as you say, Jane and Aoife were playing and had had brilliant matches. Mm -hmm. You know, and yeah, but in recent years now Brendan Skihan, the manager, he's he's sought to freshen up the squad by bringing in new players and he has very much so. You know, there's a lot of very good young players there at the moment that have, you know, come in and Olivia Halloran is one and, uh, you know, um, so does Sonia Leonard, they've, they've settled into the team in recent times and they've given it an extra dimension, I you know, and, uh, but, the, you know, the, you know, the team does still rely on the core of seasoned 
experienced players. There, you mentioned a few of them there. Which you always need. Yeah, uh, Claire Coffey again as well, and Ellen Burke and Maeve uh, Clinton, those, you know, Maggie Randall and Golds, you know, very reliable players. And, but yeah, but uh, I think he's, he's trying to freshen up the, the squad all right, you know, with new players. It's, they're, not, they're not easy to find. But um, so they'll, they'll face they'll face Kerry you know, on Saturday. Saturday. Where's that, Jimmy? Four o'clock in Portlaoise. Right. Yeah, okay, Moore okay. Park, Portlaoise. So any uh, any any, uh, any notions as to what way it'll go? Well, I mean, uh, the way Mead played in the second half on Saturday, it was truly tremendous. You know, they were. I mean, they, they struggled a little bit in the first half, but they made a couple of changes. Um, but uh, not that the, not that they knew. Bears uh, made a uh, dramatic, but it certainly made a contribution. Of course, it did. But um, you know, it was it was it was a tremendous uh, performance, and it's a sign of a team just finding form at just the right just time. Just the right time. Yeah, and um, uh, Brendan Skeen made reference to that afterwards as well. So I'd be very hopeful. Form is everything. Another, yeah. another team, speaking of Saturday, and uh, again, sticking with the ladies, the Mead ladies football team are out against Galway this Saturday. Galway, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, me. Getting into the business end of things well, now, Jimmy. very much so, yes. This is it. This is it, isn't it? This is the, the, the cut and trust of uh, championship football now. And, you know, Mead are all Ireland champions, as we know. They're Division 1 champions, as we know. And that makes them a team with a huge big target on their back every one of the players when they go out there you know because every team wants to uh, beat them now and they, they, you know they, they have to face a new challenge mentally physically now that mm. struggled against Armagh last time out Armagh really put it up and they got a draw in the end they made it through of course but um I would, you know, we're still waiting for them. Really, you expect this team to sort of take off in, in every game, don't you? You know, they have, mm. but um, and that's part of the pressure in itself. That's we part of the pressure, yeah. The expectations. Game, yeah. It's a whole new challenge, set of challenges. But the, so, the focus, Eamon Murray has has instilled in this team, though, is 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 phenomenal. Really, when you think about, it, we've seen, how many how many events have we seen them at and covering over the last ten months? You know, since since they won the. The All Ireland. How many public appearances have they been making? How many mm-hmm. schools have they gone to? How yeah. many, you know, uh, events have they been guests of honour at? They turn up. They're brilliant. They they never turn down an invitation. Eamon is so generous with his time, uh, as was um, Sean Ennisman. They came to our Spirit of the Final Awards there in Dungani a couple of weeks ago. No request seems to be you know dismissed, and yet and yet they're. They're delivering the goods. It, it really is phenomenal when you think, when we, as we know, just from covering them in the newspaper here and, and, and online, just how much effort has gone into not just winning the All-Ireland, but also celebrating that win, for want sure. of a better word, with the county. They've been so generous with everybody. Yeah, but... And yeah. keep focused <clears throat> then to the task at hand of retaining the championship. Sure, they're, they're doing that at the moment on the field, but they're a brilliant bunch of people. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's why they're, they're so beloved, I suppose, by the, the GA community in me, because they're they're a modest, you know, for what they achieve is tremendous. Like, you know, it, it was one of the, it's the, the GA story mm-hmm. of, of last year was what they did and the way they beat Cork in, in the semi-final and then Dublin in the final. What they achieved was tremendous. And they brought this, the restored pride, they brought this pride. They're, they're really be- a team that belonged to the community because people after the matches, um, the, the, the parents go out and talk to them and they're, all the players just stand around, they're available, for, you know, if you want to talk to them or anything like that, mm. more than happy to do so. 
they're so they're they're very modest, um, um, good-hearted uh, group of people, but and ha- who happen to be also tremendous footballers. Yeah. So that yeah. that's a it's a lovely combination, and uh, you know it's made them uh, true heroes. I actually must and, say, and rightfully so. Pulled into uh, Lidl over there in. Um in Beachmount there last weekend and I had my eldest with me. She's sixteen and she plays she plays football for Ultons there in in in, 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 in Marjorie. And pulled in right in front of a huge big billboard with Emma Duggan on it. Right. As part of the little right. promotion okay. of yeah, the game, yeah. you know? Yeah. And she just said to me, Isn't that fantastic? Fair play to her. I'd love that, she said, start laughing. You know, I'd love that. Yeah, well, that's but isn't it great to see, like, the impact yeah. that these girls, these ladies, these women are having on, on the younger generation. Yes, that's right. They, yeah. they do see it. They do see it and they do pick up on it and they do want to push on themselves. Yeah, they're, they are heroes for the young generation. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And an example. And uh, you, you can see that as well after matches. So many young people come out and try get they're getting selfies. I'm, I'm sure if... if any of those me players got a euro for every selfie and so on that's got in. You must get a new date for selfies, do you? <laughs> I must have to come out of the woodwork after games in Park Todd than people well, I, under, I understand, Jimmy yeah, I understand how those <laughs> You'd be able to give them advice to me, would you? Yeah, I would. <laughs> do publicity for the... But listen, they've got a big task at hand uh, in Galway and then yeah. should they come through that... They're gonna, they're gonna face the winners of Dublin Donegal. I mean, like I suppose, as we said, we're into the business end. There are no easy games yeah. when you get to the quarterfinals of the All Ireland. Uh, how are you seeing it? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I was just gonna say there. Uh, usually, there's people after me, but they're not for coming for, looking for selfies <laughs> after matches. <laughs> anyway, let's not get into that. Okay, don't go there. Yeah. No, no, okay. No, no, let's no. not go there. Uh, how we see Saturday? Well, it's Saturday even. Yeah, and Tullamore more this game is, and um, you know, God, we are going to be very tough again. You know, the Galway they lost to Dublin in the in twenty nineteen All Ireland final, so they're a very very good team. You know, they've got some very good players, and um, oh, it's going to be tough. Yeah, and uh, you know, the, the you know Emma du- Emma Duggan, you know Vicky Wall, that they'll obviously have little strategic plans to try and deal with these players. Now we know Vicky has been a, a sort of focus of opposition teams. Mm. in recent times you know but um, because they know that if they can stop any opposition knows if they can stop or surgery runs then you know it certainly is something that uh, will curtail the Mead attack but look I think um, I think Mead can do it they haven't probably be argument to say they haven't really played to their best yet in the championship Mm. now you know uh, the loss of Dublin and then the final they probably should have won that but uh, in the championship yet they haven't uh, in the All-Ireland championship so maybe this will be the day when they will really spark it. Yeah, we yeah, hope so. Yeah. Anyway, well, it's, if you're going to find form, yeah. quarter final stage, yeah. on, you need to be finding form. Talk to me about the senior hurling championship. The first round got underway there um, on Friday night. I think it was. Yes, indeed. Some big games played, particularly the uh, Kiltail game. Yeah, it was not that much, um, you know, and uh, it was won by uh, Kildaki or sorry, Kiltail beat Kildaki, the the reigning champions. Uh, you know, so two, uh, 20, points, two, 20, 20 points to 112. Kildaki started well, though. Well, they got an early goal. Yeah, uh, yeah they got an early goal and, and it looked like they, would, they might push on to win. But um, Kiltail, you know, uh, came back very strongly and they deserved to win. You know, Jack Regan drove them all in the closing stages, caught a couple of decent points, very good points. And uh, the one went 20 points to 112, as I say. But um, 
you know, I was talking with Paddy Kelly afterwards. He was a well-known contain selector, of course, and uh, he um, he was talking about the importance of of a, a team building up momentum at the start of a championship, mm. getting a, a win under the belt. So important. Uh, he was, you know, last year his team lost the first round, and you know he was ta- saying how difficult it was to. Uh, Gain momentum. Now they did, and going into the final, you know. So um, we were beaten by Kentucky, but um, at the same time, you know, it's Kentucky are under pressure now. Uh, they need to get a win the next time out against Trem, and so it's going to be tough for them, you know. And Trem, Trem kind of produced a bit of drama. Yeah, the stars, drama. Alan Douglas, uh, one of the great servants of yeah. the Trem hurling football over the years. He said he did the business again with a, a, a going up, late goal on the point. Uh, the rescued them, you know. So. Help, the, the rescue the them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, You know, and um, James Murray as well got a, a late score. But uh, against Nafina, again, great uh, team who playing above, you know, what their expectations, what, what many people expect from them in recent years. And uh, they're very disappointed probably not to have won that game. But, uh, the, you know, they finished 19 points to one, 16 to trim. Uh, and but yeah, you know, Nafina is one that got away, wasn't it? Mm. This would be a lovely way for them for Nafina to start their campaign. And any uh, other any other main board, results? Boardsmill, I think, had a good win, hadn't they? They're fairly handy. Yeah, win. Boardsmill had a very good um, against Longwood. Yeah, Boardsmill so long out of the uh, you know the, the senior hurling championship down the recent times. You know, they have they've been sort of difficult, trying difficult to get really to get into the senior championship and stay there yeah you know and then uh, that's 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 going to be their challenge this year to consolidate but it's certainly a great start you know a 4-14 to 9 points victory over Longwood brilliant start uh, you know and um, I, I would say that you know people like TJ Riley that would be delightful to see he'd be delighted to see that and uh, you know Clonic Gale and a good win as well over Blackhall and um, you know Kiltail Kline as well Kline beat Kilmesson you know, it's 24 points at 17. So that was that was a very good um, mm. score for them. Kit Mitchell and uh, all the people over that way were delighted with that. Good crowds at these games, Jimmy? Um, not really, Kevin. Yeah. No, some of some would be disappointed uh, sometimes. There was a decent enough, uh, I suppose, that they could take the hockey match. I would have expected more, really, yeah. at Park Dalton. Maybe it's because group matches early stage, it's not, it's not do or die. Yes, yes, you know, yeah, and that's, yeah, it's that's, good stage. It's not, yeah. it's, not, it's not, as you say, knockout or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's that's a big factor perhaps in these in these games so far, you know, but... Um, well, no. Hopefully it would be a bit of momentum and uh, as the competition uh, continues, we'll see more and more people coming out. But um, And then, of course, it's got, it's, the game's coming thick and fast. We know the Junior and Intermediate Championships coming up. Yeah, the Junior and Intermediate Football Championships yeah. start this weekend. Uh, you know, we, we start again, uh, you know... Junior, because of restructuring, there's a lot of, it's going to be very difficult to win that. There's a lot of uh, very good teams down there, uh, like Castletown and Sidden, Dunsany, of course, have been there in recent years. They've been really trying to win the, the championship and they've gone close so many times in recent years. But now it's become much more difficult for them to, to get out of that. So, firstly, well, I, I wouldn't be the only one in thinking that Sidden are going to win that. You know, they look far too strong. They've, you know, they've got some very good Kevin Trainer and some very good players, you know, uh, Sean Clare, Darrell Rowe, you know, very good players. And um, it's, I'm going for Sydney anyway, but you won't get long. Say that a bit clearer, Jimmy, just so we have you on the record. You won't get long odds. Yeah. You won't get long odds. Yeah. But then winning that is, you know, they're, they're look, way too strong for for their opponents at, the, at that division. Yeah. Intermediate as well, the Shockland look the same as well, you know. 
course, came down from senior last year, so they look really strong, and I'm sure they, they, they'll get back up there. And those games kicking off this weekend? Yeah, they're yeah. over the weekend, Thursday night, you know, from Thursday night onwards, you know, there's a couple of matches on Thursday night. Busy few days ahead, you have to get the Barocas yeah. into you and the, 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 the Sanatogen and make yeah, sure yeah. they're all limbered up and ready to go. Yeah. And, br- and bring out the uh, sun cap, there's a, there's yeah, a, this the, is, this is the heat wave on the way, isn't it? It's supposed to be, it's supposed to be. Uh, did you happen to see... I meant to ask, did you happen to see the Athletics <laughs> the weekend from Santry? And uh, well, yeah. Andrew Coscran. What a finish. Who, if he gives up Athletics, could take up a career in Olympic diving, maybe. Lunging, yeah, the <laughs> lunge, the dip. Yeah, it, but was, it was an incredible all, finish to a all, race. All, all perfectly legal, of course. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, look, you do what you have to do to get do over it. the line. Yeah, yeah, what a finish, yeah. And I think I think Carl Doyle, was, was, he was embraced by, by his supporters and contingent, convinced that he'd won it. Carl Doyle, yeah. Or Carl Doyle, sorry. Oh, and, yeah, and, yeah. Um, just, it, it was incredible. I think it was four athletes held for leather coming off the final bend, you know, and, could, and then yeah. just Coscarin and uh, Doyle broke away. But it was an incredible finish. What a finish. Yeah, the Olympian, of course. And, um, you know, he's had his issues with injuries and scores, as many, so many of those um, top uh, top athletes do. You know, they're, you know they're, they're, it's a fine balance between being, I suppose, perfectly fit and then picking up an injury or whatever. But, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, he's 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 certainly this, this is one of his great performances, you know, and uh, uh, you know, Brendan Mead and these people at Star to see, you know, who coached him over the years and helped these play, these uh, athletes along. Yeah, well, what a performance, but it shows you, you know, you, you, you can you do what you have to do, as you mentioned, you do what you have to, to do, to win to get, out, get to, to win get the job done, you know, you know, get uh, across the line, you yeah. have to literally put <laughs> body and soul on, on yeah. the line to get it across. Yeah, that was in the, yeah, you know. <laughs> Brilliant uh, race in Santry. That was in Santry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, looks look looked fantastic. Jimmy, we're out and about recently. So you 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 have a couple of good news stories in so far as you were you were taking a look at at uh, Kilbride, GA, and they're they they've new facilities there, I believe. Yeah, they've um, they've added to their facilities. They're, they're improving their, their pitch. Kilbride are one of these clubs that are making progress, really significant progress on and off uh, the pitch. It, you know, they won a league title here recently, last week only, for, for the first time in 30, over just almost 30 years. Mm. So uh, they're really making it, and recently, they, last week, they opened uh, their facilities at the clubhouse as well. Uh, it was a gym, really, uh, but, but it's named after one of their great legends, Tommy Mann. Right. Tommy was a true blue Kilbride man, and, and great GA, GA supporter as well, generally. Uh, so they, they opened a gym to him and uh, it was brilliant you know it was it was officially opened with John Cavanagh county board chairman and Brendan Davis uh, Brendan Cummins was out there as well um, so tremendous uh, achievement for Kilbride they're a club to watch Gavin really yeah on the way up I think um, you, won't, you don't remember but back in the late 60s and early 70s they were, they were forced they were a tour de force they were Winning Keegan Cups, a brilliant player, Jack Quinn, all the Quinns, you know, um, Mark and Jerry and, and brother, all the large contingent of, of, of brothers, um, the Solomons as well, Burton's, uh, you know, so they had this small area, but they formed this brilliant team for, a, for about a decade that yeah. uh, others found very difficult to beat. And um, as I said, the most famous player was Jack Quinn, fullback. But he was on, he was on the me team that won the All Ireland nineteen sixty seven, and uh, tremendous player. But uh, they went back down. They, they went 
into obscurity, really, Kilbride. Uh, you know, and I'm sure it was a struggle to keep, like, get a team out over the years. Touch and go, whether survival or amalgamation. Possibly, is, is, possibly, is, is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt amalgamation was mentioned at some stage. Yeah. It must have been a struggle to, to keep the team going, but uh, uh, true club stalwarts like Tommy Mann, I guess, you know, kept the show on the road. And now, and Tommy um, passed away, uh, unfortunately he's passed away, but um, he, Jim has been named in his honour now in the club. And, uh, you know, you, you can't, hard to imagine anybody more deserving enough to be honoured in this way. But it was a great a great day for the club, that the opening of the, these facilities. It's great. It's great to see clubs like that coming yeah. back and, you know, never thrown in the towel. And again, yeah. you go, <laughs> seems to be a theme of, you know, these unsung heroes that just keep keep the club keep keep the clubs alive. Yes, you know, exactly. And for the next generation. And those well, you mentioned through. it earlier, you made reference to them earlier on, the, the people who washed uh, the jerseys. Now, nowadays, now, it's uh, probably, I mean, they're sent into laundries, but there was a, a time when Jerseys were washed by, by one of the bag full of jerseys out the, on, the, on the washing line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it does okay. happen at home oh, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought all that was gone, yeah, but I thought no. now with laundries and all the rest of the. But um, it's great drying out, Jimmy. There's great drying know, out. That's very good. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, can take yeah. it home. It's great yeah. drying out. But uh, you know, these things, guys who are and, and ladies who. Um, mark the pitch maybe or whatever you know whatever job they do make the tea or whoever makes it you know these these tasks are white and clubs and uh, uh, and actually another another story that you that you were involved in this week and you're talking about roles and clubs you were, you were speaking to Louise Hayes yeah out in Park, Park Celtic she's the PRO out there and they're doing they're yeah. making great strides Louise is the sister of Timmy Clancy yeah oh, uh, sure. St. Patrick's athletic manager yeah. you know, and Timmy of course great uh, soccer man down the years and Played in England and Scotland and back here, uh, and um, you know, yeah. So th that's another club. Uh, you know, you're increasing the fortunes are, are improving. Park Celtic, Summerhill. They've, they've obviously got a oh a, a group of people behind them who are determined to push them on. You know that they've they're bringing on young players. And uh, one thing that struck me talking to Louise is you know that they, they bring up groups of young players up to matches. You know, maybe they brought one group up to to see St. Patrick's Athletic play, and up to then the ladies to see an ladies international. Mm. You know, and this is this is brilliant as well to see another side of the game for young. You talk about heroes, you know, and it, it's 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 a role models. These are role models. These international footballers can be role models for younger players. And yeah. It's good to bring them up and see the see them. I have to say the, the, the FBI level. have been doing a great job in promoting the women's game. You know, their 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 comms around it and their the PR around their their outbelieve campaign that they've had going with with Sky and stuff like that. And it really is, and obviously the work that that at senior level. The, the wonderful Vera Powell what she's doing with the senior team yeah and very brave she, and, and the way she's going she yeah. her own story about mm. about about her past and the, with, with, with the Netherlands and all that and I wish her all the very best and it was great to see immediately the FEI coming out and offering their support and whatever whatever she needed um, as she made that journey and uh, but no I think I have to say that the, the FEI they do deserve a lot of credit for what they've been doing with the, with the women yeah I don't, you see it I don't, down sure but I don't want to rain in the party either Gavin but I see where their, their their death has increased you know they're, you know the 63 million or more now is, uh, you know so I'm just I'm just wondering how, how that's going to impinge on the game in years to come yeah. how it's going to affect teams like Parks uh, uh, Parks at Summerhill and other junior teams throughout the country 
Will there yeah. be more, it's bound to mean that there'll be less money available there for clubhouses, for footballs, for jerseys, whatever clubs, you know, it's not an issue with, with the uh, GAA. But I mean, that's got, it's, got, it's bound to have an impact down the years. Well, the most important thing for the FAI was to steady the ship after years of just turmoil where basically the finances were, you know, like, like alphabetti spaghetti. The main thing is, okay, the finances are a horror story. They're a mm. horror show. There's no question about it. But the main thing was to steady the ship, first of all. And now we look to try and, or they should look to try and formulate a way of... Sure, but it's, it's going to take a lot of burgers. It's, it's going, to, going to, to sell a lot of burgers at international <laughs> matches and to, to, to get, you know, 63 million back. And, and But in the meantime, that's what I'm worried about is these clubs mm. that are not going to be, the, you know, they're not going to be maybe uh, develop players, uh, you know, provide facilities. Yeah. So there's going to be a cost yeah, right throughout the game. I don't know. Have a lot of an awful lot of the clubs not inured themselves, or you know, made themselves immune to support from the top echelons of the FBI. They're nearly self-sufficient now, anyway. Or as, as they try and make themselves as self-sufficient as possible because they know there's not anything going to come down from the top table. Yeah, but the, the odd three thousand or five thousand that uh, John Delaney used to to give out to teams uh, I, was always very useful in buying out collection of footballs or new yeah. set of jerseys or something not necessarily the right way to go about business but uh, yeah. yeah I can understand that and, and and obviously there was a lot of a lot of positive feeling towards those uh, visits by uh, the former chief executive but uh, I don't think we'll see that happening ever, ever again in the, uh, don't think so <laughs> don't, don't no, no. too many people coming down with checks just to hand yeah. there to uh, club chairman but yeah. uh, Jimmy what's what's up this weekend what have we got on now the, it's, it's a busy one as we said we've touched yeah, on well, the we, we, the, the ladies matches obviously the camogie and the, and the ladies football you know, where so, are you uh, I'm, I am going to Port Leash on uh, Saturday and have a match an intermediate match uh, Rat Kenny against Beliver on Thursday uh, that's what I know about yeah that's, uh, and um, that's that's in Dunderry so you know that's should be it should be an interesting match yeah so um so plenty of football, but the championship season is starting. Mm. It's, it's uh, you know, Gavin. So that's yeah, you mentioned Derry, by the way, another club that's done great work with their grounds out there. They have a new, new relayed pitch, new walkway, which right. was uh, yeah. dedicated to uh, Lorna Carty, right? Uh, which was great to see from Robinson, yeah. um, who died in tragic circumstances. And yeah, yeah. they've been doing great goals. And I must give a shout out actually to Killian Minogue. Who is doing a fundraiser for acquired brain injury, um, and he is doing a triathlon. Right, Hank Killian is doing twenty kilometers on the bike, ten kilometers on the rower, and five hundred meters in the pool, or something to that effect. Anyway, so fair play to him because Killian Minogue is a, you know, nothing, nothing is no task is great is is too great. Yeah, for him great and, guy. Um, yeah, yeah. So if you can support him, I think if you check out Killian Minogue on the idonate.com um, site, you'll be able to contribute there. So well, anything else, Jimmy, for us before no, we wrap that's, up? No, that's basically it, Gavin. We'll, we'll see. We, we, all our hopes would be, yeah, you know, with the Camogian football teams and see how they get on. Uh, Keep the flag, flag flying. And updates, of course, across the weekend on Me Chronicle platforms. Yeah. Yeah, good okay. stuff. Well, look, and hopefully uh, normal service will be resumed next week. We'll have a certain Mr. Fergal Lynch back in the chair. Right. And uh, we'll have uh, a good chat on Talk A Good Game. Thanks for joining us.